Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight, my friends and I will be playing Delta Green RPG. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Music from a Darkened Room. It was written by Dennis Detweiler, and it's available from the drive through RPG and Art Dream Publishing. I'm the game master for this scenario, and this is episode four. A recap will be given by Howard Freeze as his character, Agent Hermes. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Howard? Operation Yago, field report, Agent Hermes reporting. My integration with the Delta Green team went fine. We met with Dr. Yarrow at a nearby Denny's. Dr. Yarrow is an odd man, but nonetheless harmless. We once again noted the red lettering spelling, hell is me. Dr. Yarrow did not offer any further insight into their purpose or meaning. Dr. Yarrow proceeded into the master bedroom exclaiming, it's here, it happened here. Agent Fox and I entered the master bedroom and felt absolutely nothing. We were all dubious of Dr. Yarrow and his abilities. I searched through boxes in the dining room. Yamila Irizari was clearly packing things up to leave. I found a journal, her diary, written in Arabic. Meanwhile, one of my fellow agents derided the doctor's abilities and psychic findings as bullshit. Naturally, Dr. Yarrow was severely offended and immediately made to leave. Dr. Yarrow suggested that we might return at night, but he was done helping us. We admonished our colleague for needlessly offending the doctor. Agent East felt a foreboding present as he examined the house's backyard. Agent Lake witnessed a rocking chair in the loft that may have started rocking on its own. I had a horrible fright in the kitchen. As I looked out the window over the sink, I saw in the glass's reflection a mysterious fig figure behind me, a tormented man. The moment I turned around to face this, the apparition, the man produced a shotgun, screamed, leave me alone, and then obliterated his head into pieces. I screamed. Oh, God, did I scream. My teammates ran to my side, only to find no trace of the apparition or any sign of viscera or blood. We all wanted to leave at that point and move to the foyer. Agent East walked near a cup of coffee that was long forgotten. To everyone's shock, Agent East then proceeded to pick up the cup and swallow a mouthful of the now fetid brew. Upon swallowing the moldy liquid, Agent East snapped out of whatever had compelled him or controlled him. Gagging and dry heaving, Agent East croaked in horror to his actions. That was enough. We left. We locked the door and left. We drove by to the nearby university to have the Arabic diary translated. Students said it would take at least two days. We spent several hours scouring archived newspapers. I have summarized findings in the attached addendum file. In a nutshell, Wheeler's built a house in 1905. Mr. Wheeler spends years and lots of money trying to cure Mrs. Wheeler's mysterious medical ailments. Agent East and I 100% agree that under no circumstances should a firearm be brought back into that awful abode. Small blades, maybe, but whatever is in that house can control you. East and I also agreed that we would have to watch one another. The notion of no firearms caused an argument, a hackneyed trite debate regarding safety versus disallowing firearms while permitting small blades and hand tools. You can't dodge a bullet, enough said. Whether or not my fellow agents agree, I'm gonna do the following. Follow with Dr. Yarrow in person. I don't like how we ended things with him. I hope he can provide any insight how we may counter a possession by a spirit and two ensure that this report reaches delta green management prior to our next ingress into the house 
If they don't hear from us within a day, they are to come in to clean house, literally, and field report. All right. All right, I can't remember. Are you all still in the house or are you back? You no, left, no, no, you no. went to the you went to the library. That's we right. went to the library, and as any you know sane and well-behaved people do, we got into a loud verbal argument at the library. <laughs> yeah, but you also had covered a lot of information. By the way, um, Tom, how can I share the summary I made? Basically the addendum file. Can I send that to you? Do I put it in the chat? Um, why don't you just you email it to, it to everybody? Yeah, you can put it in the chat. Yeah, everybody can see it. There's a little button there for file in the chat. Aha. Tell me more of these computers. They use electricity? All right, let's see. Uh -huh. um, you were still at the library looking up stuff. Um, you did the Crease family, the Ture mm -hmm. family. Dr. Weaver. Hold on, I'm doing computer things. And uh, Jason and Janine Aiken. Correct. Um, so I have in my recap, uh, the file I just sent, that's uh, everything I just read, but also I went through all the articles, Tom sent them to me and and one or two sentences just said, this is what happened. And it goes in chronological order. And basically what I think happened at this point is that the Wheelers had a lot of money and many years where Mrs. Wheeler was sick, right? They got into something because apparently the doctors couldn't diagnose it. So they got into something where they were trying to cure her. And the thing is that went on for years and she's not better. All of a sudden, there's a newspaper article where years later, she is better. And she looks 10 years younger. And her husband dies the next day. Incorrect. Incorrect? Yeah, look over the, the notes again, the dates. What do you mean? That's what the article said, though, is that, uh, look, she looks younger. And... Let's see, Isabel Wheeler. Uh-huh. It was rejoice, she's back in the community. Correct. But that was 26 years later or so. From from when they moved in. Um I, I don't think we're communicating well. What I'm saying is is that years went by. They're trying to get her better. It's not working. At some point, something changes. Because years later, she does get better. And the um, same article that notes that she gets better also says her husband dies. He died in 1910. Ah, see, this is why I took notes. Okay, so be, so there are 15, 16 years where she had got she was not better yet, and then she was. Correct. But she was alone by that time. Okay, quite a, so quite a she, few years. Well, she can mail out for things. Sponsor an archaeological dig, maybe. Yeah, it mentions that he died in 1910 in a tragedy. Um, By the way, Fox and Lake, did you guys want to change your background? 
They don't. They don't have. They don't have green screens. Uh, it's man, mine's not set up yet. So. Oh, I'm not using a blue screen or whatever. So. So Michael Wheeler, he died at the construct. Well, he died the next day, so he died in the hospital. So I, it's not like some kind of ghost. I don't. I don't. I don't think that that may have anything to do with it, or it may have been like I will make you healthier and younger, but I require sacrifice. What I mean, what are you, what are you getting at, Agent Agent Hermes? You're talking archaeological digs. You're talking sacrifices. We, she got we, into something. She was trying to get younger. She was trying to get healthier, and I think whatever all the suffering and death that has gone on in that house, it was some sick rite or ritual or something to try and feed her life force even though she's now dead that's i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of conjecture I yeah that. there was also the second person to move in wasn't it here let me look at my own notes instead of trying to memorize them um that mirror in the master bedroom there's something about it because a lot of the deaths occurred there and what was it uh, let's see here Wheelers move in. Michael, Margaret Crease. They add modern amenities. George. Right. And Margaret then Margaret Crease spends huge yeah. sums of money to restore odd, huge wall length mirrors and master bedroom. There's something about the mirror. Well, right. And then it, it, it's also worth mentioning that she did that. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, George bought a shotgun, shot him, shot her, and then himself. And now most of Margaret's head was embedded in the mirror. Uh, he also tried to burn the house down and was, and was stopped by a neighbor. Um, it looks here that there were two years that transpired between the mirror and the deaths. Right. So the mirror was not an immediate uh, cause of this. But I see mirror is a form of, is, is a, I mean, another word for mirror is vanity. You could literally have a vanity as a mirror. And she looked younger. She looked healthier. It's something to do with the mirror. I think How do you know? Should... You're, so, you're so confident, but we, we know nothing. We really know other than the fact that it's killing people. Well, how would you like to proceed? I want to go in there not, when, not with like, you know, a hammer and smash the mirror, although that is tempting. I want to just pry it off the wall, see what's behind it. If anything, I'm just taking a mirror off the wall in a disused house. I don't think anyone's going to care. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the weirdest thing we have about um, Isabel that you were mentioning is that she, that when she returned, people said, quote, she looks like she has lost 10 years of off her age. Yeah. Um, after spending... 16 years in recovery after the tragic tragedy they don't even really mention what the tragedy is they get married they have the house and then oh, oh well, like, no it's it's he dies he, he dies he, yeah he that's the tragedy oh okay Mr. Wheeler. I thought you meant like the tragedy that caused her to get sick but they don't they don't say what it is i mean i imagine it's something to do with her husband dying but there's no direct correlation so i mean she well had... let, let's discuss possible action items I've mentioned the mirror. That's something I like to do. Tom, we have, what, uh, 24, 36 hours left on translation of journal? Oh, you're muted. Tom. You're muted. 
Correct. Okay, so there's that. Um, I have no idea how else we could try and find the green box, and even if we did, how would we know? Like you say, it's like, oh, it should be this unit. We go in there, and it's not going to be something that says, here's that thingy that protects you from I, apparitions. I, I'm not terribly concerned about the green box. Neither am I. I'm just saying possible action items. How would you all like to proceed? I've been talking a bit. Um, well, it's like you said, I think we'd need like a, I feel like the journal will, will reveal a lot of what happened in the house or maybe some of it. So it's sort of fill, filling that period in between now and then, but it's where to start. We have lots of dates and uh, we have a rough timeline in front of us, but it's like you said, it, it's how do we, how do we fill that gap in between? Um, Any suggestions? Well, there were other deaths that we haven't looked up yet could do that I mean, that's true i don't know if that'll be helpful but maybe um there's that social club she was a part of would it still be around probably not <laughs> i don't know at I least, mean, you, yeah. you still have like what is it like the sisters of the confederacy or something right but like is that, that is anyone in the modern uh, uh, Meadowbrook's social club going to be any use to us? No, but they might have their own archives be like, oh, this is our pictures from the Jamboree of 1912. Oh, it was a hoot. What do you um, think, East? Go ahead, uh, Her Hermes, or every everybody do an idea poll. Okay. Three. Uh, Twelve is a pass. Regular. Is this the same as a luck roll? Either you got it or you don't. Or it's your oh, this is int. It's, it's intelligence. intelligence. That's oh, a failure okay. for me. I got I got a twenty-two. Oh, Ooh, that's got, a crit. You got very successful. I I got a regular success. Okay. Um, it just occurs to you that, well, maybe club members who knew the Wheelers would not be alive where they'd be really really old but some of the other individuals involved might be still alive along the way the other families so i mean so you have people like who who didn't die so in a family where one person died and the other and they moved left. away and we could easily look them up i thought of that and that's a solid maybe but here's the thing let, let, let's play that it's out. more solid than your mirror theory i want to break that mirror Seven years of bad luck be damned. Anyways, but here's my thing about that. That that's not bad. We we could get to someone. I'm just concerned that okay, sir, you used to live there. Oh, it was awful. Why well, don't want to talk about it? What happened? It was really spooky, and then my wife died. I don't want to talk about it. That well, might happen. Is, is this I mean, that, that's 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 a lot of I mean, that's just that's a little self-defeating. We won't know until we ask. Let's go ask. Are are we talking about Adam Tour? We're There's, one of them. And then there's he's, also he's the one whose son drowned in the in the um in the, in the, toilet. the toilet bowl and and moved away. And there's also another one, um, Jason Aiken. He was the most recent one, I believe, nineteen or at least okay. the most recent one we looked into, uh, nineteen eighty-three. Okay, so, so we've got we've got Adam Tour and who else? Jason Aiken. Jason Aiken. Jason Aiken. And there's still some names on your list you haven't looked into yet. 
you're still at the library. Which is why we're talking loudly. Uh, we should, I think, just to cross off everything of our list, we should just look into the other names as well while we're here. Okay. We might as well. Yeah, just cross it off the list. So what, what names have we got left then? You gotta pull that up. We've got sex names. We've, we've researched sex names, right? Right. So I'll, there's. I'll make it. I'll make it fairly easy on you. You guys are there for another couple hours doing it. Some of the names you can't really find any references to. I mean, you're you're pretty sure they lived there. I mean, you've got that reference, but you don't find any newspaper articles or anything. Um, Peter Diaz. Um, Peter Diaz was a baker uh, from one town over. He bought the house on a whim in 1975 uh, to rebuild and rent it. Uh, he was a skilled carpenter, and he spent the next three years restoring the house, meticulously repairing the damage that occurred during the fire of 1974. Diaz's repairs were a bit of a public news item for several months, uh, the press gave it a positive spin. Then in 1978, Diaz left his wife and two children and moved into 1206 Spooner. Uh, to the outside world, it seemed that a divorce was in progress. In actuality, Diaz left his wife simply to work on the house more. Uh, he was a rare sight in town after that point and spent a huge sum on repairing the house expanding everything from the garage to restoring the master bedroom's wall-length mirrors uh, with uh, period glass. In, 1980, in 1981, Diaz hung himself uh, in the second bedroom. Uh, there was a note pinned to his chest that simply read, finished now. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Louise Tycroft. Uh, Louise Tycroft was a local lawyer who had recently suffered a divorce uh, from his wife. Oh, it's a he. I guess it's uh, Louis. Louis Tycroft was a local lawyer who had recently suffered a divorce from his wife of 15 years, Emily Tycroft. Uh, Tycroft soon had a falling out uh, with his partners and dissolved the practice to work on his home. On September 12, 1993, Tycroft shot himself in the chest twice with a shotgun, uh, an amazing achievement as far as the coroner was concerned. It was not unexpected. The local paper boy, John Elliott, had called the police uh, to the house the week before. Uh, answering the door angrily with a pistol, Tycroft confessed to the paper boy that voices were keeping him up all night. Uh, after a session of questioning, the police could do nothing. Tycroft was cooperative and seemed coherent. His paperwork for the pistol was in order. And I think that's all you've got. Okay. You don't get much on Yamila, except that she came here from the UAE. Um, sorry, Tom, did you say, did you say there was the, a name of the paper boy in there? Or am I, did I mishear that? Oh, pay, local paper boy, John Elliott. John Elliott. And this was in 19... This was September 12th, 1993. Oh, okay. 
one reason I, I am still doubtful about the mirrors is that it wasn't present when uh, Isabel Wheeler died. That's fair. They were added by the creases. Bear in mind, the what I want to do with the mirror should take 15 minutes. Another thing we can look into is uh, talk to Dr. Yarrow again to be like, dude, sorry. Uh, you know, you left before it got really interesting. Any advice? How to not be puppeted? You don't agree, Agent East. I'm just not sure what further I mean what further benefit or or help he can provide or is willing to provide. I mean he was pretty adamant about not wanting to be involved. And I don't need somebody who's emotionally charged and upset trying to prove something. Uh well we've got a list of four possible survivors that are somewhat interested or somewhat involved with the house. So we have uh now, these are possible people that are still alive. Adam Chur, Jason Aiken, uh, John Elliott, the paper boy. Uh, well, the, Diaz's uh, family, Peter Diaz. Peter Diaz, sorry, missed that one. The family didn't live in the house, but... Uh, um, for the sake of expediency, something. and also it might be less intimidating, you know, where several agents all at once approaching one person. You want to split up? Uh, yeah, the, I mean... If, if we can find that, if we, if we know for sure, if we can get their address, if they're still alive, yeah. We can at least call some of them, I guess, if, we, if they're yeah. not um, local. To the phone book. Oh, that's true. Phone book. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also, hold on. I'm trying to remember. 2005. Yeah, you still have internet. You, you have internet and shit. You, you could look stuff up. Not as good as Google, but yeah, I mean, you wouldn't really find many people. Yeah, there isn't really people on the internet. Like you can't really Google. I mean, you might be able to Google important people, but I wouldn't think you could just Google somebody and get their address or phone number like you can today. The dark ages. How how did we live back then? Well, therein presents the problem: is how do you find these people from decades ago? You look up the home phone book and hope that they're the same person. Property well, records, tax. The phone book only is going to cover Meadowbrook or uh, the Chicago area. So if they don't live in Chicago, well, FBI funny. and the IRS I mean, have property, odd databases at this time. Property ownership records, follow the sales. Um, Peter Diaz is also only from one time over, if he's still alive. Right. No, Peter Diaz is dead. It's his oh, family. Oh, sorry. His family then. I like the idea of property records. Property records actually usually has a social security number on it. I know, because I just refinanced. So. You're going to have to do it without alerting anybody of what you're doing, though. You can't just it's say... public I'm record, in, isn't it? it mm, just walk in and say, can sir? I look at your database? The <laughs> deed is public record. If you're not a financial institution with uh, it's if it's not going to show up with a credit report saying, yeah, they're looking to do a purchase or a refi or something, it's going to be like, why are you asking about this person? 
at the same time. Well, if anybody else has any better discrete ideas, I'm all ears. Well, Tom, are we you? all are we all uh, agents from whatever like the FBI or DHS? Don't we already have our own access? Or we can't use that. Uh, <clears throat> you you're not allowed to bring your own cell phone. You're not allowed to bring your own equipment. You're not allowed to do anything that ties you back to your real life. And our cover is just a sheet of paper. It doesn't actually give you anything. And cover is your cover is delta green we, in the background, we, but there we had some IDs made. <laughs> well, I already had my my fake FBI right. ID well, we got, that I got previously. Yeah. We got a couple right. badges though, so we have those. Uh, they're not perfect, but they'll stand up to somebody that's not super, looking at them super closely. You, you may not be able to use your resources, but you can use your knowledge of your specific field. All right. So if you uh, are... Uh, all right, let's do this then. We'll try the local phone book forever who might be local. And... Try the Diaz family. Yeah, so the Diaz family. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely worth... Uh, like the Diaz, I think, are some of the most recent. And then if we know... If we can figure out if those... What was it... Um, uh, Aiken, and then what was the other one that is was that made it out alive? Uh, uh, Lewis Tycroft. Yeah, that's what it is. You see if any, see if I, the, either of them are still alive or, or some of their family. No, oh, well, Tycroft um, died. Who was it that survived? Suffered wars. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm thinking of who was uh, the other one? Jason Adam Cheer or Jason Aiken? Yeah, was the first one Adam? Adam Cheer. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just So we'll assume that? then that you sit there with the phone book. Rebecca and... Chor if if Rebecca Chor has been permanently committed, she might still be at that facility or whatever that is. Or they should have emergency contact info that hopefully doesn't say, Oh, it's right to one two oh six Spooner Street. Oh, I'm talking about I just I mean the newspapers that we read that to see where she was I would assume the local sanitarium. What? Well, I mean, Chicago is a fairly sized place. I understand that. But they should have a computer system. And we could just talk to someone and say, we're looking into something. Sure, but I just want to know where to start looking. Start with the closest place? No. I'm just asking if it was in the article, if it's not. No, I don't article. think so. It, it, didn't, it didn't say in the article, okay. no. I mean, how many how many sanatoriums were opened in 1962 in around the Meadowbrook area? In 1965. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. Um, right, 1962 instead of that, right. Yes. I don't know. There's always been a lot of sanitariums. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's Chicago. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple nearby in Meadowbrook. Um, would there happen to be one that's closest? We could just sort of start with them and hope that they just took her to, to the closest one. Um, sure. Um, uh, the Easton uh, uh, Mental Health Facility, we'll call it. Uh, you want to call them? Sure, yeah, I guess I'll give them a call, um, see if they have anybody that matches um, by her name in their records. Okay, do a luck roll. 
That sounds good. Uh, uh, no, unfortunately, that is a seven year to fail. They've never heard of her. Right. All right, you know, well, uh, if you, you know, if you need, here's my number, you know, you could call me, I'm, uh, uh, and I give them, one, like, one of my burner numbers. Are you expecting her to show right. up at our facility? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing, like, the formality, like, that, no, this, no, is what just, an, this is what an agent for, would say, yeah. Thank from you what you, <laughs> from what you said, I, I, I'd say she's probably in her 70s. Right. That's funny. Um, what other sanitariums are there? Could ask them that. Uh, how long do you want to spend calling sanitariums? Till we go crazy ourselves. Okay. I mean, I'll a little bit of time. Seriously. But yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you've been hour. here for a few hours now, obviously. An hour? Well, I don't know. We it's just I phone mean, calls. We, we have to wait for a translation anyway, so. Yeah. Right. We're in no rush. Um. I don't know. Roll a one d three. Me or it, one of you? Just uh, a one d. Yeah. You mean a d four? No, no, a d, no, no. Roll a d six. I rolled, I rolled a half. three. Okay, so you guys are you spend about three hours there uh, calling sanitariums, and nobody's heard of her. Hmm. Okay, well that's that off left. So should we maybe? Uh... Now, while to... while somebody was doing that, what were what were the rest of you doing? Um, uh, I'm gonna go to Doctor Yarrow. That I'm, he's not far away, right? Uh, I don't he's know where he is. Back at the university, probably. Where we are. Are you at the library? You're at the library at the university. I thought we were. Okay. Yeah, go oh, find. You can go find him. All right. So I'm at his office. All right, you'll, you'll, you're heading towards this office. How about the rest of you? How do you feel about uh, following through with the possible um, people that are still alive? I mean, once again, if you can suggest to me a way to find them. Yeah. It's not, it's not as simple to decide, let's just call these people. We don't have no idea where they are. I mean, these, are, these people have had years to move about. Mm-hmm. It's not such a simple matter of finding them. Just like go to Diaz in the phone book and start calling them all. And then they, <laughs> they might not have done that before, but yeah. They might I mean, not even live here anymore. Agent right? He's from way across the university. They, uh, they could live in England or they could live in Ireland. Or could... Yeah. Well, right. no, I was just thinking because they said the family. Tracking people down is not my specialty. Um, That's not what I do. Well, the four remaining, who's got the best luck? We all have the same luck. We all have the, the same, same luck. That's right. <laughs> um, well, one of you do a luck roll. Uh, I will okay. do the... Or do you want okay, to? Yeah, you just go for it. You just go right. for it first. Nope, 68. You failed me. I did fail you. Well, in that case, after looking through the phone book for last names... Um, you either find uh, you a, a few of the names have way too many numbers uh, to to bother, um, but there is an Emily Tycroft. Uh, she seems to be the only one of the names on your list that is still in Meadowbrook. Jackpot. Still Tycroft though. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. She kept the name after the divorce? Apparently so. That's Possibly. Awful convenient. Okay. Yeah, mate. Well, at least it's a line of inquiry. Um, Emily Tycroft is the one who's institutionalized, right? No. Her husband shot himself, or her ex-husband shot himself twice. With oh, shotgun. okay. In a spectacular feat, according to the coroner. Well, mm. I mean, it's I, I, being able to shoot yourself twice with a shotgun in the chest. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess we'll start there. there then there's only one Tycroft. Tycroft's not a common name. At least not I'm aware of. Uh, Agent Agent Fox, you want to take this one? Yeah. You're good with talking with the people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take this one. Okay, so you're going to, you've looked, you've got her address. You're going to go over there. You're going to call her. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll call ahead. I don't want to just drop by because... It might, and then start talking about random stuff. It might be too much. You might okay. repress something. Um, do, do a luck roll to see if she answers. And say this is what late afternoon by this time. Well, that's a fail because I got 54. So. The, phone, the phone rings three or four times and there's no answer. Right. Um, well, she hasn't picked up. We could. I say I'm probably still with you three if I so I'd probably be saying this to you for Yeah, um, use the library phone. I don't know. I don't really want to just turn up. So maybe we And even if I do turn up just turn up, I could say I'm FBI or something, but what am I or make something else up, but what am I actually what do I say to her? I don't wanna Spooker or bring back any bad memories or something, too, too something quickly. dead FBI agent might be related to the other incidents following up all the leads. Or we could take a yeah. rain check until tomorrow and she'll answer, maybe. Obviously, Hopefully. a bit, obviously, a bit more sensitive than that. Like, <laughs> hey, I heard your dad or whatever shot himself twice, your husband, whoever it was. How'd they do that? Do you know? Oh, by the way, I made <laughs> that's not call. how I would phrase it. <laughs> that's not how I would phrase it. <laughs> uh, me, where I even. So we'll say it's around five o'clock, um, and you guys are getting hungry. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Air, Air, Agent uh, Hermes. Yes, sir. Um, uh, you find um, uh, you find Doctor Yarrow uh, in his office. Um, it looks like he just got finished with a lecture. Um, Okay, hold uh, Dr. Yarrow. Just walk in, it's a classroom. So, um, oh, okay, I thought he was in his office. Dr. Yarrow. He looks, he looks up at you and he's like, oh, uh, you. Um, I just wanted to apologize once again for my colleague's behavior. It's... Yes, yes. Well, I, I recognize that not everybody understands these things, but uh, um, I think you'll probably do just fine on your own. Well, uh, I, I appreciate that, sir. Um, is, can we talk in here? Did, can we go to your office real quick? 
Well, I'm, the classroom's my office, so. I see. Um, I look around. There's no one else. No. Students okay. Wandered out. Uh, it got very bad after you left. Oh. Uh, have you ever had any experiences with possession? Being puppeted. I mean, anything is possible, I suppose. Depends on how uh, strong the spirits are that, that uh, still inhabit the house. But well, the house so, needs its good cleaning. And how would you do that? Well, I'm not an expert on that sort of thing. You'd need some sort of shaman or a... Shaman? You know, uh, a spiritual cleaner. Okay. Um, is there anything I can do to try and prevent possession I I honestly don't know the answer to that I mean there's so many people that would say you know religious um, religious but no metals or any material that would block you're talking about some sort of magic no I mean if that were real we would, well uh, no I mean I'm not above trying to make some type of Faraday cage or something I mean we don't know how this really works do we we no. believe there's something there. We have some evidence that shows that there's something there, but we don't know exactly how it works. So how do you protect yourself against it? The spirits have been around for since the beginning of mankind. Hmm. All right. They Good seem girl. to fade over time. This one has not. Well, unless you're talking about more than a century. There are very few ghost sightings of ancient Romans. That's true. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I don't know. The Spooner House may just be an odd anomaly. Um, the spirits are going to be less, less inclined um, to people who are skeptical. Well, I, I'm just proud I didn't literally shit my pants because it was that bad. Well, and another person if you've was seen forced something, to do something against his will. If so. you've seen something and you believe it, then, I mean, perhaps go there alone. Go there in the dark. Let, uh, let the... Uh, I can't tell you how much I don't want to do that, but I understand. Well, you have to harden yourself against strange things that might happen. They're just, they're just spirits. They're, they're. I say that, but someone was literally puppeted. We don't even want to bring weapons in there now. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to help you. All right. Well, I again apologize for my colleague, and uh, you have a good say, good day, sir. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Thanks. And you rejoin the others. Yep. You guys are probably getting peckish, ready for yep. dinner. Uh, my belly feels like having a Danny's for dinner. I was just thinking that too. Grand slam. No, let's order some uh, pizza. That's a good idea. Eat yeah, pizza sounds private. good. We can maybe uh, order some pizza to our little uh, reconnaissance room at the at the motel. Some good Chicago pizza. Yeah. Mm, oh, definitely. Oh. 
big deep dish pizza. Um, all right, so Pine, you're, pineapple you're, pizza. You're you're musing over dinner, over your pizza. Um, what next move do you want to make? Uh, I feel like Tycroft is the main lead we have right now. Emily Tycroft. That is. I, I think the main lead we have right now is being translated. Yeah, Possibly. true. Unless we can find a way to expedite that or something. The only other thing I want to do, and we can do it on the way there next time we go to the house, is I just want to go to Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, whatever. Some pry bars. I just want some tools. Okay, so what do you think? Well, that's not a problem. I mean... So the transit... So Tycroft. Yeah, you said Tycroft. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking about um, leaving it for the evening and then maybe phoning her. The, the, um, the problem with Tycroft, I think we're going to find, is she never lived in the house. You know, oh, yeah, that's such a good point. Or something. Yeah. Unless we can find something else to go on while we're waiting on the journal translation. Um. When you say that, as if on cue, um, you hear a blink from your uh, your burner phone. Huh. What's this? It, it says GB711 equals 146B. Excellent. That's the green box. So we know exactly where to go for that now. Yeah. Tom, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I was holding my phone as a prop. GB711 uh -huh. equals 146B. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gentlemen, I think uh, we take the pizza with us. Let's go. Now what's the rush? Okay, we eat the pizza, and then we go. Mm. We go on the this evening then, yeah. Why not? Yeah, we'll go in like twenty minutes. Yeah, just let this uh, food coma pass me. That is true. The deep dish does give you a food coma. It, this thing's like a pastry. <laughs> okay. So you finish your pizza, and you are heading back over to. Uh, the uh, Meadowbrook store it. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you arrive at the store it, uh, they are already closed. However, uh, you should be able to get into the gate if you have the code. Mm -hmm. So what code do you want to put in? Are there any numbers worn off the keypad? Probably lots of them because there's hundreds of uh, zero nine one one. Show up. I mean, they, they, they all have unique codes. Yeah. No, there's right. one co keypad to open up the gate so that you can get into where the. Right. I'm just saying, if everybody's been punching in oh the same code, I'm just asking if there's numbers that have been worn off because the others aren't touched. Oh. Um, 
That's what I'm getting at. If there's just one code for this place, I mean, that might not be the case. I'm just No, it's it. usually everybody has their own code so that they can yeah, log but... that somebody's been there. Okay. Punch was... in one one four sex bait. Okay. Does that work? Nothing happens. Okay. That zero nine one one. Zero nine one one, nothing happens. All right, well, let's come back in the morning. <laughs> Damn it. Um, do we remember what Arthur Donnelly's birthday was? Why? He's not necessarily the one who set up the box. Worth a shot. I don't have any better idea. I don't know his birthday either, so. Do do a luck roll. Okay. I don't know who you're talking to, but I'll do a luck roll. Uh Uh-huh. No. (laughs) Docking a luck. All right. Rain jacket is come back in the morning. All right, I suppose you've been hitting a lot of walls. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, <laughs> pissing me off. If only you could push luck rolls with more luck. Tap into your uber luck. If only you could push. No, you can't. So I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> um. So you, you are you going back to your apartment? Yes, but in a sulky manner. Okay, so you've gone back to the apartment. It's now probably about 6.30 in the evening. The sun's down. Hmm. Well, I'm going to sleep. If Agent Hermes wants to go drive to that house at night, he's welcome to do so. Well, hey, it, it might not hurt. Maybe just giving it a quick check at night. <laughs> I, no. I'm not going to be a coward and admit and say that I'm brave and just not go. I'm going to be brave and say I'm a coward. But we could do it another night. And obviously, Hermes, you are probably never going to step foot in that house at night. So. Well... I wouldn't mind stepping foot into its rubble pile. I think we should go to bed. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll get a nice big day tomorrow. We'll get a nice good sleep. So you all climb into your cozy little beds at 6.30 at night. Boring. <laughs> Fox is not going to sleep straight away. He will wait. He'll wait up a few hours. He's not. Yeah, you'll probably watch some TV or whatever. (laughs) And muse all of this over in your minds. Um, So if you want, I'll move to the next morning. Yeah. Sure. We'll say uh, 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. All right, 8 a.m. the next day. More deep dish for breakfast. Did we we keep track of the day of the week? Or the day? Uh, I forget where we started. It is currently May 4th, I want to say. It's either the, or it's, it was the 4th, it might be the 5th now. Did we start on the 4th? We started on the 1st. Oh, okay. So it might be the 4th now. All right. It's May 4th. Um, We're going to go on the... I don't remember. Whatever. 
It's either the fourth or the fifth. All right. Um, so what do you want to do this morning? First thing. Uh, so now what? We got one more day on the translation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I will make a phone call, I guess. Ding, ring. Guess I'll go to the, since I've spoke to Brian before, I'll go to the storage facility. I'll go with you to the storage facility. Agent East, Agent Lake. Guess I'll go to the storage place with them. Might be a lot of stuff to go through. And Agent East. Yeah, yep. There's going to the storage unit. Okay, well, I'll assume then that Agent Fox is going to make his phone call yeah. before you guys leave. Yeah. Or in the, yeah. Uh, no, who we'll, are you going to we'll call? Uh, I am going to call the same person I tried to call yesterday. So. Okay. And hope they reply. I um, forgot their last name. It's the thingy Yeah. All right. The, the phone rings a couple times and uh, a woman answers the phone and she says, hello. Uh, hello, is this uh, Mrs. Tycroft? Well, um, yes, this is uh, Emily Tycroft. Um, uh, who is this? I'm uh, Aaron Gideon from the FBI and uh, I would like to discuss with you uh, a few things in relation to a case that may or may not be related to a prior incident. Yeah, the FBI. Um, yeah. Well, um, um, sure. Uh, uh, I, I could be free this afternoon. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Uh, um, yeah. And what did you I say your name was again? Aaron Gideon. Mr. Agent Gideon, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, what is this concerning? Um, this it's is not concerning one of the cases that I've worked on. No, it's uh, concerning. Um, I forgot his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. Lewis, Lewis Highcroft. Uh, um, uh, concerning a Mr. Lewis Tycroft that may be in relation Oh, well, that's the... my ex-husband. Uh, he's passed away. He... Yes, that is the reason I would like to talk to you, but it might not be good over the phone, that's why. Um, well, you're aware it was a, a suicide, yes? Uh, yes, I am aware of that. Is there... But... Is there any reason to believe that it, it wasn't? Um, no, but I would like to hear more about your side of the story. And then I can also discuss with you why I actually. Mr. Mr. Hate. Gideon, are you, you're not a reporter, are you? No, 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 no. I, I'll, I ex I'll expect to see your credentials if you get here. If yeah, this is official have... business, I'll, I'll write, I'll see you. Let's say at one o'clock this afternoon. Do you have my address? Obviously you do. Yep. Yeah, I do. All right. I will see you then. 
Thank you for your time. Of course. She hangs up the phone. All right. So y'all going to head over to the uh, storage unit. Store it, right? The storage unit. Yeah, store it. Yeah, the store it. <laughs> and we find out the code was 0912. That was close. All right. Um, so you you head on over to the store it unit, and um, there's no way for you to get, to get in the gate. But when the office is open, you can go into the office. Um, if you recall, uh, I think his name was Brian. He had told you that um, that somebody was paying for the uh, the thing, but that they hadn't paid in a while, and that they were yeah. going to. Uh, Take gonna, the contents of the I'm going to go in there to the office and say, uh, I'll take ownership of the account. And, and well, use don't, the don't tell me what you're going to tell me. Tell me. <laughs> We're going to role play it. Uh, okay. All right. Um, all right. So uh, you go in there, and uh, I believe his name was Brian Miglia. Miglia. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think we got a surname. Um. All right. Um, so he's in the and, and he recognizes you when you walk in. Oh, uh, you're back. Um, yes, sir. To figure out the uh, the box. We did actually, and uh, now that that's settled, I'd like to uh, settle up the account and gain access uh, gain access to it, and also need uh, the gate code, please. Okay. Um, he types it into his computer. Uh, do a psychology role or a, a human, Ent human, yeah. Enting the human, <coughs> and I got to see my thing. Uh, do that is, I have int. That is a pass. All right, that's a pass. Um, you can tell he's kind of pissed, probably because. He would have gotten the contents of the box <laughs> if nobody claimed it. They could sell it and auction it off. So, other than that, he seems—I mean—he's doing his job. So he—he's uh, making money. I think that's kind of bullshit, but her. he gives—he gives you the—he uh, uh, gives you the access code, and he gives you—he—he uh, he settles up the account. Excellent. Thank you. Um, so. Uh, if you're going to drive your car, I don't know if you brought a truck or whatever, you can uh, you can drive it through the, the code. He gives you the code number to get through the gate. Okay. That's it. All right. Um, do we need to buy new locks or? Probably, right? Actually, we'll say that. Well, I'll just, I, I realize there's so many hassles on this. Um, you don't you say, don't you don't have the the, the key, key or the combo um so for a small nominal fee he'll uh he'll snap the lock off for you but you'll have to buy a new lock i will do that as which well which you can buy in the office for a nominal fee and it's not nominal i've been to those offices probably about 10 bucks yeah uh, for no, a stupid more than lock yeah i i uh, i do that as well all right um, so he uh, he comes out there with you, uh, and for a moment or two, he stands there 
Oh Mike no, we're not opening it to leave. Out control. of curiosity, yeah. So you get him to leave. All right. Green box seven eleven. How cool would it be if there's a Faraday cage suit in there? All right. Uh, you open up the gate. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the rolling Box. thing. Yeah. And you're immediately struck by the smell of decay. Oh, shit. And the, and the, the, the box is pretty packed with stuff. Like, D, um, like, how to put this? I'm going to give you a whole list, but I just okay. want to know what your reaction is when you smell. Well, is it like, okay, did he put a dead body in there? Or is it like, oh, I think they're just like really old clothes that got all moldy and crap. No, it it smells like something dead. Might be a dead possum that crawled in there, or it's a body. Yeah, let's just hope it's like a like, dead rat or something. Well, let's find out. All right, all right. well... Pitch your nose, boys. Let's go in there. So now I'm in a... the process of this, you're going to have to be taking stuff out. Okay. At least until you can get into the box. It's a pretty good size mm -hmm. box. I think it's not air conditioned. It's just... No. No. All right. Uh, so the first thing you get is an antique table. Uh, okay. Looks fairly cheap. There is a sofa bed. Uh, there are two pla plastic-wrapped twin mattresses. So you're talking about a lot of bulk at this point. Um, now, if this is a green box, you don't expect to see... I mean, in the past, you've seen things, but you don't expect to see a lot of mundane stuff. But maybe the mundane stuff is up in the front to hide the stuff that's in the back. Because you'd expect to find things useful to a Delta Green. Um, uh, you find two bags of quicklime. Uh, you find uh, two brand new shovels. You find four pairs of work clubs and you find a hat lamp. And then you find three biohazard containers. Uh, how big are the containers? Are they small? Are they cute? They're um, they probably can hold five gallons each, uh, but you check and you're pretty sure they're empty. They're not heavy. Okay. Um, you find fourteen quarts uh, in metal containers of gasoline. Oh, quarts like that. Okay. Yeah, with pour spouts. Um. You find two brand new plastic uh, gasoline containers that are empty. Uh, you find three newly minted keys taped together in a piece of cardboard. Um, and when you check, they're all for 1206 uh, Spooner or 1208 Spooner. No, it's 1206. Oh, this is a typo. They put the wrong number in the, in the thing. Oh, it's the okay. wrong box. Start over. And then you find, then you start to find the interesting stuff. You find 400 rounds of shotgun ammunition. You find two brand new Mossberg shotguns, uh, and the serial numbers have been shaved off. 
Okay. Um, you find uh, a shoebox with fake IDs uh, for Special Agent Donnelly, including a Meadowbrook gas inspector's badge, a coroner's ID, and a few others like that. You find a Nikon F36 telephoto lens and a Nikon reflex camera. Um, I was going to say neat camera. Uh, you find a, a, a yellow notepad with what looks like Donnelly's notes on it. Ooh. Uh, you find the remains of two dozen photographs that have been burned. Um, you're looking at them. There's nothing on them that you can recognize except maybe they were taken at Spooner House. Um, but you have no idea what, what they are because they're, they're burned beyond recognition. And you find a small, four-foot-long, dirty wooden coffin. Ooh. And on the outside of the coffin, you see this little metal plaque. That's the guy who shot himself, right? Or am I getting them all screwed up? No, I think that's the child. That's the that's the boy that drowned. Yeah, drowned oh, in dude. the in the toilet. Yeah, that's why. It's oh, because that's why he's only ten years old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of fucked up. Oh yeah. What the fuck? That's that's what smells. Oh god. Okay. Um, we I'm gonna be to at rules. least. Well, we knew we knew Garrett was looking. At... No, we, we knew Garrett we were looking, looking into it. I, I'm just gonna say we really don't want to breathe that in when if and when we open it it's very bad to breathe that stuff in why why is it here well what's the reason now it's yeah that's it seems, it seems like he was investigating first. and yeah exactly but it's got to took him over or it can't it can't just be here for no reason you can you can tell that the the lid has been opened so um I mentioned that there was a yellow pad with yeah. notes. Yeah. Um, Did you guys want to just like split up the pages in it or keep it? In there's bed? just one page. Um, hey, Jockey, oh, okay. you want to read this? All right. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> okay, so Falcone death slash coroner called A to tell them still no movement. I'm assuming A means Anton. Someone else in the house uh, that's Irizari. It, Irizari. Well, I think A A is uh, A cell. Oh, okay. Someone else in house is not returning calls. October tenth, Ture not dead, roaming the house, only at night. Grave. Music from dining room, laughter, noise upstairs. October the twenty third, shovel, gloves, headlamp, cask, burn it. Crease tried, didn't work. Others talk to survivors. Canadian mental health laws. Talk to it tonight. It knew me. It knew my real name. And it knows I'm watching. $223,000. Almost bought house. Means. Uh, ASL alerted. November the 10th. Wheeler's furniture. Books or papers. Estate. Open house next week. Buy it or burn it. Creepy. 
it's like it was getting to him because it's like, do I buy the house? Do I not buy the house? Yeah, he, he was clearly conflicted. And no, he said something was there, and I knew he was observing it. So he must have been taking pictures. Maybe that's what the camera was for. Perhaps there's something in the house. Okay, so if a camera can pick it up, and you saw the thing behind you when you were looking I mean, in a reflection in the window, so maybe there is something to the mirror, but it, maybe it lets you see something and not. What if you took a picture of yourself in the mirror? We're just, I mean, he wasn't going inside the house. He was just taking pictures of it from the outside. Somebody lived there at the. No. Yeah, because uh, it was uh, it was an open house. He, he was. Um, oh, was oh okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand it now. Well, we could take cameras in there and take pictures and see what we get. This is this is definitely concerning, though. Um, it is. It's almost as if it's almost if we say like if you read between lines, almost if that everyone who's been in that house or whatever may have been. Manipulated or something. How he's writing, he's coming across crazy. It's almost jumbled, and he's conflicted about whether to buy the house or not. And it seems like there were people in the house, which obviously we know from Hermes. You saw something in a reflection. Music. He was hearing some kind of music from the dining room. That's not right. Music from the dining. It seems. A lot of these incidents happened when somebody was either like they left somebody in the other room or they left and they came back. And so That's I think true. it you... seems that individuals are most susceptible. And yet when we go as a group, we are less likely to have incidents. Yeah. So That's we going to were... be difficult because we were thinking we would one person would take action. The other person would observe. So like I if still I'm going think to we should do that. Or you would watch me search the drawer. I still don't think that's a good idea. Um, as much as I don't yeah. like it, I think we should leave all the weapons ready to go, but locked in the cars. Yes, that's yeah. Um, but I still some tools, maybe. I still think we we might go together, uh, perhaps at night, and see what we can find. But we might have to. I I. I I would try to at least like to be in pairs or groups, but we might need to deliberately put somebody where we can see them but alone to try to get if we're if we're trying to get something out of this see the, the, the problem is if being in visual contacts is no good i mean agent uh well but then again i my experience happened in the presence of all of us yeah i know i was thinking about that too i have a really i don't, I don't know about really it's kind of a fucked up idea I mean, we got... do, you have any, do you have any other kind of ideas? <laughs> Jeez, East. Uncalled for. Uh, bring the coffin with us. Coffin and contents. Why? Basically trying to instigate something. We don't have to instigate it. It was acting... What are you trying to instigate? Trying to may use the coffin as a focus, basically. Instead of it just being like, Oh, it occurs when we're not in the room. Is like, dude, there's a dead kid. Like, well, it, it occurs when we're we're in the room. It was already happening. I don't know what what bringing a body with us is going to accomplish. I'm spitballing. You don't like it? That's cool. Man, that music. Maybe it. We maybe can, maybe I'm, music I'm curious. I'm curious to see what 
Izari said in her diary. If she has well, anything, whatever she was taking notes, I mean, if she was hearing voices, because mm -hmm. we've had the reports of voices, there's this music, so there's this auditory hallucinative yeah. quality to this place. I'm just and, I'm wondering if she has things that okay. like he was experiencing, if she was noticing well, things in photos or in reflections. No, that, that is good. We should do yeah. that. We should definitely uh, wait yeah, for the journal. Um, do we think he only got the coffin and presumably the body of poor little Ture inside just to prove to himself the body's in the grave and that if he saw the kid or heard the kid in the house, it couldn't possibly be the kid because he's dead. That's and a possibility. possibility. Is there any point to us opening it up? It's going to stink bad. If you're smelling it from the outside, it's going to stink bad. Hmm. No, we should get rid of it. Yeah. Um, what I recommend to start with is, is we basically... Do we have plastic bags and some tape? Try and make a liner and put lye uh, in the liner with the coffin. That should really cut down on the odor. It's whatever anyone, everyone thinks is best. But also, just going back to like discussing the house and stuff, like we've already discussed that maybe going back at night is a better, is a better time. And maybe at night, if people are split up, maybe things start getting worse. Maybe that's when music starts. I don't know. Music from a darkened room, I guess. Okay, that might happen. I have an idea. This is a tried and true thing. Well, then again, he said that it could read his mind, that, like, that it knew him. I was just thinking where we would have um, basically, uh, not call signs, but where you would, I would say flash, you have to say thunder. Otherwise I know that you're not you, you're not, you're not on the, on the right team. But if it can read your mind, that might not work. No. This is, this is tricky because if, but again, we're still speculating because we haven't actually, obviously some of you have had experiences, but not all of us have, and we haven't seen larger experiences so i'm not sure i would call what i have as an experience i mean for all i know a rat knocked into i the don't think the rocking chair fox isn't talking about you like oh i don't really think it's time about me and uh and he's there that was really right. fucked up what do you think the note meant by canadian mental health laws dragon he tried to can't, i'm sure he tried to track people down yeah. like we did i mean he said yeah. that he did and he had very little luck doing so if it's anything like germany it's not going to work they're extremely uh, private i mean it looks yeah it sounds like perhaps one of the people that we were looking into might be that might be why we didn't find them is they're in canada oh okay. yeah and then um, um, whoever it is that line of inquiry would be dead anyway there's no point yeah trying. But listen, I'm a little concerned that either Donnelly was so delusional that he thought he needed uh, this amount of um, fire starter and, and shotgun shells and bullets and guns, or he had justification to believe that he should have such things. Unless, I don't know, oh, they did a, they... a protocol for a green box, like have these supplies with you at any time or? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm no. This does things seem to predate him. If anything, his contribution appears to be the gasoline. Right. I mean, he was thinking about burning the place down, but then didn't. Okay. No, let's use his cameras, and let's go at night and take some pictures. Tom, is there extra film for the camera? I assume it's not a digital camera. Well, luck roll. Yeah, it's not a digital. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, film reel. <laughs> well, I don't want to like, hey, what kind of film does this use? Oh, I just exposed the whole roll of film. But I'll do it's a probably roll. 35 millimeter film. That is a fail, because what else would I roll? All right, um, so there's no film in it. Is it, but it looks oh, okay. standard. I could go to a, a shop and just buy Oh, yeah. Some. It's a Nikon. Yeah, you should be able to. Okay. We might as well. I mean, apparently he got something out of it. And yeah. if we're going to, if we're going to buy film, we might as well, uh, <laughs> um, Polaroid camera. That way we don't have to wait for anything to be, you know, I'm also developed. Where is his film? Obviously, he was taking pictures. I would uh, assume it looks like he burned everything. Oh, that's oh, okay. right. So, okay, so he, he he did develop them, but then burned them all. Yeah, I think we should get tools like pry bars, like I said, thirty-five millimeter uh, film. I believe Tom just said Polaroid camera, polar, you know, and and the stuff for that, and, and a digital uh, camera. Okay, I'm curious if. Because I mean, if a digital camera can pick this, whatever it is. No, I'm not, that's fine with that. Audio recorder? Maybe. I'm sure. Um, yeah, those sound like all good things to get. Anything else? I know Agent Fox has his uh, meeting at one. Yep. Are we opening the coffin? Not here. Not at this moment. <laughs> we need right. equipment and yeah. I think we should yeah, we then need, uh, we need to get we need to dispose of this somehow. Okay, let's talk about that real quick because it, it does smell in here. Um, take it back to the original gravesite. Rebury. Uh, that's a little risky. Is there one? Is 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 there something we could do with the quick climb? It's going to help with smell and it will inhibit bacterial growth. It's not going to dissolve a wooden casket in the body in it. Um, does anybody? Uh, I, I have, I have a lot. My character has a lot of chemistry knowledge. That's what I was. Yeah. I as a okay. player do not have a lot of chemistry knowledge. Oh well. My my, my character has a sixty percent. East roll your chemistry. I passed something. Fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah, they used they used to throw quick lime on bodies to get them to uh, disintegrate much faster. Did they? So it's like he had the intention of getting rid of it, getting rid of bodies. Yeah. So he's so he's yeah he brought he's already gathered the tools that I need to do it. So I'm gonna start. But you also know that if you guys get caught with that, yeah, I know that's we need to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, gross abuse of a corpse. That's a great crime to commit. Yeah, that would get some attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the quick lime, applying a quick lime to the body and trying to get rid of the odor and 
have okay. it finish getting i mean if it finishes dissolving in here i mean that's fine if you're fine with it the other option is is that you find especially given man the way my mind thinks sometimes given that it's a child's body you can also just break into a funeral home's crematorium hospital crematorium or a veterinary's office crematorium it's too high of a risk yeah I mean, we could just take what he's got, go out, you know, where we, where we know it's a secluded area. Okay. Use quicklime on it and make sure that we don't leave anything behind. Yeah, the only problem with being in a city is not. Our well, we'd have to drive. Secluded. We'd have to drive. Do we have room for this in the car? I don't think so, right? We're going to have to come back with a truck. Mm. Is there a Even simpler... We got... Well, I mean, this thing's been open and it's thing, <sighs> so we got to lay down some quick lie around the, the edges of the unit on the inside or something to help with the odor. This, this job, uh, we could, it's probably small enough. We could, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. We could drop it in a sewer. No, that would, no, no, no. But that would, that would it, get rid of the me. evidence, no, any, any evidence tying it to any genetics or Look, anything like forensics that. Forensics is what I do. Let me take care of this. Yeah, we'll leave you to it. And then for the casket itself, Pry off the plate, burn it. The metal. Unless you're plate. doing the lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean the burn the casket? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering how you're going to burn the metal plate. Technically, you can, but you might as well just melt it. I mean, do we have a convenient metal metal barrel to shove this all into and then weld shut? No. Well, you have this fake metal box <laughs> you all wouldn't happen yeah, to know of I any can't, i can't light it on fire in here i'm not you know i'm not super uh i'm not super informed about chicago does anybody happen to know if there's any um uh any wildlife you know weird communities around here you know anybody with a tiger or two i'm no. certain given it's the united states right. there probably is some nutcase Probably living in an apartment building or a mansion with a tiger or a yeah. lion. Or let's a just say these, these these stories are really cute. Once again, let, I'll take care of this. You guys yeah, he's, work he's got on the getting, body. getting this stuff, other things. He's, let me know if you need just another pair of hands. Here, while you're out hand. shopping at the hardware store, I want to write other chemicals that I'll need for this. Sure. That my character knows. Yep. This is mostly also just going to be mainly a skeleton. I mean, most of this is going to be pretty decayed. It's 40 years old. Even oh. with preservatives, that would be true. Also, uh, if you can, you should probably use cash and go to more than one store if you have time. Sure. And uh, I'm also just going to be keeping a lookout for the guy so he doesn't poke his head. I was like, you guys need anything? Oh, it stinks. And uh, I'm going to go into the shop, making sure I don't reek of anything, the, the, the storage unit shop. And they, they usually have deodorizers and dehumidifier things you know like things that just absorb stuff it's that ca that can't hurt okay yeah. don't get it from here i'm sorry I, don't get it from the storage unit people okay i won't I, I just, anything that arouses this guy's curiosity yeah oh, i was just gonna tell him it stinks yeah well, but... well now that you're now that you have access you can come back anytime 24 hours a day by the way, Tom, what was the code to the gate? Was um, it 0912? Whatever. Oh, you could have told me it was. All right. 
but uh the code was zero 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 two one they do that sometimes but listen I, I i trust you for for this one but uh all i'm saying is in the future consider tigers it makes it really difficult for us i mean for somebody trying to track down that sort of thing anyway agent, uh, agent, agent lake it doesn't make it as difficult as one would think I, this is my I know, area of expertise. I know, but I'm, I'm telling you it does. <laughs> I've been on cases where it made it very difficult for us. For, well, I've for been you, on a perhaps. case that involved lots of interesting red tape. Yeah, for, for, for you. Um, yeah. Leave, leave him leave him to it. I yeah. I know that he I know that he'll know what he's doing. All right. Fox, well, Fox has a meeting. Jockey, if you are you gonna go with him? Go with uh, I'm trying to focus like on not smelling the smell. <laughs> yeah. If two of you go shopping and two of you go to the meeting, I'll and stay here and take care of this. A quick okay, question. I'll, I'll go to the, taking care of this. Hey, hang on. Right. Whoever's coming with me needs to make sure they have FBI credentials. I got you. Yeah, I've got as well. Okay. Do you want to go jockey or should I? Uh, either or. I don't mind. Okay. So now that I'm, the uh, yeah. now that the door has been open a while, the smell's not so bad anymore. Great, fantastic. Probably going to attract wildlife soon. Well, jockey, you might as well come with me then. Yeah, sounds or, good. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll help. I'll help Murray's uh, shop and uh, make sure to do things that don't make our shopping list look weird. Yeah, because. <laughs> You you can you can keep Hermes in line with the shop. right. <laughs> and I've got the go off the walls. Yeah, I've got the criminology to know how to not look like we're about to do something weird by, based on our shopping cart. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I don't think it's that weird. I think it's. I mean, it's a little because you're going to different stores. We have to go to a camera shop, anyways, and then we also have to. Right. That's why you go get, to different stores. We go, yeah, we have to go to different stores or paying with cash. <laughs> Both. Okay. All right. All right. Once once everybody leaves to go to go scatter, I want to take a look at the body. Okay. Um. Like I said, it's already been opened, so it's it's not like nailed shut or anything. So the the lid just literally just mm -hmm. opens. Uh, it's hinged on one side. Um. The boy is almost completely deteriorated there's there's bones um he's been in that coffin for 40 years so there's not much more and the smell is just sort of lingering you know of decay uh but there's not much left to even smell and it's it's you know it's a little boy four foot high you're assuming it's a boy you're a forensic expert you know exactly what you know it is um, it's the little boy that drowned. Okay. Well, I'll start with the quick lime. Okay. You, you're thinking that it won't, might not even do much at this point. I mean, the, the bones are all that's left. Um, in truth, sometimes the best magic is done right under your nose. You think almost if you packed all the bones and contents into a trash bag, and stuck it in the garbage, it would end up in a dump somewhere. Nobody would ever even know it was there. That's true, but yeah. But so just, I mean, eliminating the rest of the odor 
Yeah. Well, you think that'll probably go away and an agent, well, Agent Hermes was is going to come back with some deodorant. Okay. Well, I'll start, I'll start dismantling the coffin. Okay. It's fairly easy to do. They're not that well built. And uh, you can pack the pieces of broken wood in the trash bags too. And different different trash bags. Well, I'll throw them all away in the same dumpster. But what about some of the other stuff? What did you want to do with the guns and the ammo and the, just leave that in here? Or I mean, yeah, I don't I don't see a reason to take it. Okay. Now that we've reclaimed the box, um, I'll 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 organ like I'll take inventory, organize it. Um, all right. It's to, to the extent that it wasn't before. I mean, if it, if everything's nice, I'm not going to start fiddling with it. But I'll send you a copy of the uh, things that we okay. uh, went through. All right, um, Agent Hermes, you were off to the store. Is that it? We're going to get yes, some sir. stuff. Yeah. So, All right. um, do you want me to rattle off the items? You want to RP? No, we'll just say that whatever you needed, you you get without any trouble. You pay you pay cash for it. Yes. Sir. Nobody knows you were there. You avoid the uh, store cameras if you can. <laughs> I'm indivisible now. I'm like, oh, and, let's uh, go this way. <laughs> uh, Agent Fox and uh, was Agent Jockey going with you? Who's going to visit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going right. with Fox. All right. So you drive over to the address listed for uh, Emily Tycroft. Um, uh, it actually turns out to be a pretty nice looking little house. Uh, not not on the low end of money. She's she's got some money, uh, especially for living nowadays. Uh, the yard is well kept. Uh, there is a very nice looking uh, car, uh, uh, Cadillac, uh, uh, the modern Cadillac. a nice looking one. Um, and you park the car and you walk up to the front. There's a porch. You knock on the door and. Uh, a woman, she looks like she's probably in her 50s, early 50s, uh, rather well-dressed. Uh, she's dressed in a, uh, almost like a, a business suit, a pants suit for a woman. And uh, she answers the door. Uh, uh, yes. Are you, uh, one of you is uh, Mr. Mister Gideon? Yeah. Hi. Uh, Agent Aaron Gideon. FBI, share my badge. I even hand her my credentials so she can look at them. She looks at them and she hands them back. Agent John Dory. Right. Um, please come inside. And she Thank takes you, you right Tycroft. into her. She takes you into a rather nice sitting room. You can see that she is pretty well off. Um, uh, she comes across to you just almost from her looks and everything like a lawyer. You know, she's well-dressed. She has you sit down. She sits on the, can I get you coffee or tea? Anything like that? Coffee would be lovely. Thank you. All right. Uh, tea. I was really quite surprised when you called. Uh, um, my husband died quite a few years ago. Um, I'm surprised there's anything new. Um, so your your husband just to clarify he i'm sorry to bring it up but he shot himself it's been a long time yes he shot himself twice yes 
Well, okay. that's what the coroner said. You think there was another person then? Well, there's been a lot of suspicious how uh, deaths at, I say suspicious, uh, an unruly amount at uh, 1206 Spooner Street. Yeah, that's, that's right. My husband um, was obsessed with that house. Obsessed? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, it's the reason why we uh, we broke up. He uh, he left me. I, I thought it was going to be, you know, I expected it to be for another woman, and he just was became obsessed with that house, with fixing up that house. I, okay. I, don't, I don't even see the appeal. It's not a particularly so, nice house. Let me get this straight. So what you're saying is he was basically treating this house more like a wife than you almost? Well, it's it's interesting that you would say that. Um, about three weeks after he killed himself, um, I received a letter. Um, what had happened was uh, it had been misaddressed and it had sort of made the rounds of the post office. And if it wasn't for the fact that the postman knew me, um, he saw the letter and he delivered it. So it got to me late. And it was just odd ramblings from my husband. I think, I think his mental condition um, had deteriorated severely. I, I if I'd have gotten this letter earlier, I would have called someone, you know, to check up on him. Mm -hmm. um, but he did keep going on and on about a woman that was in the house. Do you, do you have an, Arisa, did he mention a name in the letters? Uh, no, not at all, but... It, he, it was almost as if the house replaced me as, I mean, we were in love for a long time, but I don't know, the house itself, I, I've, I went to the house, I was at the house at least three times. Um, I thought it was rather plain. Um, I, it, it, the, the whole layout of the house made me uncomfortable. Um, but I didn't think it was that unusual. Um, yeah. But somehow he became so obsessed with it. It was like the house replaced me. I was I was the woman that he dumped for that house. damned evil house. So, um, do you, by chance, I I wouldn't expect you to have. But do you have the letters? Oh, I don't think that I keep kept them. That was so long ago. I d I didn't think so, but it was. Um, it was it was it was all nonsense. It was just rambling. Um, so he seemed to think that there was just something that about the house that he found compelling. Okay. Um, at this point, just you using my behavioral background. Uh, <laughs> Just looking at her, does she seem like she's not? She's not hiding anything, or no? I mean, you would, you would, uh, you would guess very well that 
I mean, she's not particularly, I, she's gotten over it. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah. Um, her life has gone on. Obviously, she's a, she's a successful lawyer or something like that, paralegal maybe. Um, she hasn't thought about this for a long time. But okay. um, yeah, she doesn't seem to be holding back anything. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so, as a, mainly, uh, I do apologize about bringing it all back up, uh, but well, I'm I'm still curious. What what do you think? Do you think there was somebody else involved? Was there a woman? Well, a f well, a fellow FBI agent also died in the house recently. Oh, um, I cannot disclose information but it was similar similar to your ex-husband hmm. and they're not the only ones which so is why and you're just doing background yes because i understand it's not the only one and you you're the only one still in the area so well, I don't know if there's anything else I can do to help you. Um, uh, you, but you, you've done plenty. Well, if, if if there's any other, if there's anything else you need from me, please you know, don't hesitate to call. Uh, um, thank you, and thank you for your time. You've actually been quite a lot of help. Of course, that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thank you. And you leave. And I very know, pleasant. And I will speak to Jockey. Well, Jockey. Uh, we know um, we now know that he was in not the best mental state a uh, woman could have been gone by what we know could have been one of the past occupants maybe mm -hmm. who has died uh, at least we know he had become obsessed and that seems to be the same thing with Agent Garrett as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely odd to say the least. Okay, that's okay. At least that's tied some ideas together. We've got to, but now, now we just got to piece it all to piece the whole picture together. Yeah, it's another box tacked. Yeah, it's just a fragment of the picture. Mm. All right. Um, all right, so you guys are driving back. Agent East, uh, you have probably taken care of that problem. Um, uh, Agent uh, Hermes and Lake, you have your supplies. Are you going back to the storage unit? Yeah, I believe we're going to. Okay. So you, you meet back up with Agent East at the, uh, the storage unit. And uh, Jockey and Fox, are you guys heading to the storage unit or back to the apartment or what? I think we'll head back to the, the apartment. Don't think we need anything else to do at the uh, store. It. Okay. Um, so you head there. Uh, Agent uh, Hermes Lake and East... Uh, are you just going to sort of clean up a little at the unit yep. and yep. Yep. Pack, pack away stuff, pack away the, those extra chemicals just in case a weird body disposal situation comes up again? 
Well, in all the gasoline, it's actually really dangerous to store gasoline in a yeah. storage unit. It's extremely yeah. dangerous, yeah. Especially in metal containers, yeah. Especially you don't, if you don't know. It though, but essentially, um, if things go too wrong and we do have to indulge Agent Hermes' first instinct about the property, it will be good to have the stuff here. Um, did you but, see my note at the end of my addendum? Yeah, that's a little extreme. Do remember that people have tried to burn this house down and failed before. You should right, see the addendum note, like. It was a miracle the house didn't burn down. Yeah, so, but let's go back, meet up with Fox and Jockey, and... Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you all end up back at the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your so, next move? So we share, share, share. So it's interesting that it seems people become obsessed before they succumb. Like, it, the house kind of takes over their lives. What if we just went in there and just started dissing the house? Be like, dude, this place needs to be gutted. The color scheme sucks. Like, would the house respond? Do you have a, a serious suggestion? That was a serious suggestion. You 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 wish to insult the house? Gotta try something. Or it's something. So a woman. I would think it's it's Wheeler. Visible Wheeler, no. It could be. We don't know for certain, but that's so, like it's probable. Uh, can I sorry, real quick? Around what time is it now? Um, after all of that, uh, we'll say it's going on. No, mid afternoon. Okay. So we still got. Uh, right, we, we we still got about half a day, or or we still got you know about most of the day um, before we can get that uh, before we can get that translation. I'm thinking it might be a good idea if we can to see if there's any other leads we can pursue. And then once we've got the translation, maybe trying to go at the house again uh, with our little, maybe do the pairs idea, see if, if, if we can find anything out, see if anything manifests or how did if Yara was up to nothing. <laughs> how did the house or the entity in the house tell Donnelly that it knew I'm trying to. It sounds like it spoke to him. That's well, why I wanted audio house. recorders. Talk to it was... tonight. Knew me. Knew my real name. Knows I'm watching. So my point is, we should play that on. We should rec- should be recording audio the moment we get to the location of the house, and then if someone's like, you hear that. You could uh, you could then uh, um, quickly play it back. Be like, no. Oh, we should get if we didn't already. We should have gotten some things to develop our own film. No, I said I got a Polaroid. You got a Polaroid. You got a Polaroid. Okay. All right. Perfect. They don't think it's good quality images, but they're instant. Um, Agent Lake to a luck roll. Uh, no, um, that's a 96, so no. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so late afternoon, what do you guys want to do? More deep dish? <laughs> Ugh, already? Can't we eat something else? All right, salad bar it is then. 
uh, we should if we don't have any other leads, maybe we should go back to the house. Yeah, I mean, we got supplies. We just don't have the translation yet, but we could go there now. I mean, if uh, if like if Tycroft was saying that he was, or not Tycroft, sorry, Donnelly was saying he was speaking to the house, perhaps we could attempt the same. I once again, he's not speaking to the house. There's something, something in, in the house. Yeah. Right. Well, the uh, the part the Doctor Yarrow was pretty adamant about coming back in the darker hours, so maybe he's right. And you did say on on here he said music from dining room, laughter, noise upstairs, and then he mentions later talking to it. So I wonder if he was. I wonder if that was the dining room or upstairs. Perhaps the master or the um the upstairs room both of those were kind of giving us some weird vibes the other night the other the other day okay so do you guys want to go now you want to wait i mean if we haven't got anything else on we, we probably it's worth a try like okay so we'll just we'll go tonight see what we get and from there uh you know, we, we can just try to get the rest of the translation or the translation uh, the next day. Yeah. We can maybe try and like address the individual. If there is more than one entity, we could try and address them from the separate rooms where they passed away. Okay. Okay. So you're going to drive back over to the, uh, yep. the Spooner house. <laughs> well, 1206. Spooner Avenue specifically. Correct. <laughs> All right. Where is it 1208? <laughs> it keeps changing. No, it's <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's, it a, that's a good seed. Can you imagine? You're like, all right, so you return to the house. Wait a minute. That would, Are we two that doors would be down something from that would we make were? the postman really pissed off. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Um, neighbors would keep getting the mail. Um, <laughs> yeah, that happens here, and my apartment stays in the same place anyways. So, all right. Uh, so, were you going to? Are you going to head over there before it gets dark? I thought because it's already six thirty, it would be getting dark-ish by the time we got there. We'll eat. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll find some salad bar to for Hermes, okay. and then we'll go. We'll eat hey, I want a deep dish, but you all were like, again, it's so heavy. All right. Pineapple. Pineapple. So we'll say the <laughs> sun has person. the sun has gone down as you head over towards uh, Spooner House. All right. You park your car and you, uh, you start walking up uh, the path over towards the front door. Uh, to the little porch. Um, all of you do listen rolls. We'll assume that you get, did get a recording device. I got an 11. So it's a crit on the awareness. Ooh. Awareness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness. Sorry. Awareness. Right. Because listen is pretty much awareness and search is usually what you'd use in place of spot hidden. I succeeded. 
Uh, that's a pass. I succeeded. Okay. Um, as you approach the porch, those of you who succeeded, you definitely can hear piano music. Um, you, at first you think it might be coming from a neighbor, but as you come up onto the porch, you're definitely sure it's coming from inside the house. I have a um, recording device going. Yeah, it, it, it seems distant at first, but uh, like you've got a crit uh, success. Right. Um, you can identify the music. Uh, it's uh, Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor. famous piece, but also kind of a creepy piece. Say, is that... Is that classical music? Yeah. But you didn't see any piano in the house. Where could that be coming from? Did anybody see a stereo or some of... You know, an old school sound system or a record player? It's going to be in the dining room. Let's be let's be cautious. Very cautious. Agent East has the key. Agent East unlocks the door. And the second you open the door, the music's gone. The house is dark. I'll take I'll take a Polaroid snap. Okay. It goes sticks out. Where are you taking it? Just like generally just, into the just directly just from the front door. Okay. Um, you know, wait for it. it. Takes a few minutes to develop itself. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll I'll shake it, but I'll I'll step out of the way so people can go ahead of me. Okay. I'll I'll go in. I'll go. Mrs. Wheeler? Are you going to turn the, the lights on? Of or leave them off? Let's venture forth into the darkness. Well, we're going in. He said come at night. He didn't say we have to grope around in the dark like animals. Turn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn on a light and I'm just going to be like, Mrs. Wheeler? Hello? Where are you going? You're in the foyer. I'll go to the dining room. Okay. Uh, looks the same as it did before. It's got boxes of uh, Izari stuff. Does the dining room table, I know there's boxes of stuff, it, that couldn't be the original dining room table from the Wheeler residence, could it? It doesn't look like it. It looks modern. I'll take a seat and just be like, hello? Okay. Um Agent Lake, Agent Jockey, Agent Fox, where are you going? Um. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll follow in closely behind Hermes, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward wherever I thought the source of the music was coming from. Okay. Well, it's it's hard to tell, but you, uh, um, Hermes, tended to think it was in the dining room. So you're standing at the door, looking into the dining room. We'll assume. I'll and, admit uh, I don't know how that piece goes, but can I just like like hum it or whatever, see if it triggers anything? 
Um, yeah, sort of. It's a piano piece, so it's hard to. Yeah, no, but you like that. that, 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 that. Um, sure. I mean, you do that. Okay. Um, Jockey, you're standing in the in the 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 door between the foyer and the the dining room. Uh, Agent Fox. I am heading towards the master bedroom where the window, where the mirrors was. Okay, so you're walking through the den yeah, in the middle of the house. I am taking my time getting there. An agent jockey. Oh, wait, I'm uh, sorry. Um, uh, agent, uh, agent Lake. Yeah, I think I'm going to step into the den uh, just so I can sort of I want to try to keep us somewhat in each other's view and nearby. So I'm okay. going to kind of, you know, be peeking back and forth to the others and just look around the den a little bit. All right. Um, Agent Fox and Agent Lake, as you walk through the den, uh, the lights being on, um, the lights flicker for just a moment. The old flickering light trope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, they do, they flicker. Wonder if there's any faulty wiring. Mm, we must check the few now. <laughs> A lot of uh, previous owners spent considerable money on repairing a lot of faults in this house. Like, just uh, be cautious, even more cautious now. Yeah, yeah, I, I got your back. Agent East, do a luck roll. The luck roll curse is broken. I passed. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it just took what eight, nine rolls? Just took yeah. Just, um, just a, you're holding in your hand the photograph and giving it a little shake, and it's it's starting to come in. And if, I don't know if you've ever seen one. But they come in very slowly. Mm -hmm. And as you're looking at it, you can see the outline of the door and you can see the hallway. There's a flash um, so that things are lit up in kind of a, it's, it's almost like things are out of some sort of nightmarish dream because of the way the lighting hits them when, when the room's dark. And as it comes in, you're pretty sure in the den, somewhere off in the background, there is a little boy. Oh. You can see the, the glint of the flash in his eyes. Um, as the picture comes in, he looks blue. Like someone who's been dead for a long time. Um, roll I passed. Yeah, do a sound <laughs> uh, Take one point of damage. Oh. Uh, that is so cringy. So I'm still I'm still on the porch. <laughs> I never stepped inside. Right. And I'm st still don't know if I could make myself walk back in at the moment. I need a second. Well, I'm going to uh, walk over to you. I'm going to exit the dining room, go to the front door and say, I'm meaning to do this uh, for a bit now. I'd like to borrow the Polaroid camera and I'm going to go to the master bedroom and 
take a picture of myself in the mirror. Do it with the lights off. That was okay. So you're 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 doing that. In the meantime, Agent Fox, um, the lights had flickered, but you were heading straight towards the bedroom. Yeah, I was already on my way there. All right. So you've entered the bedroom, and Agent Lake, you're in the den. Are you going to follow him into the bedroom? Uh, I'm I'm going to remain in the den, but keep my eye on him. So I'm sort of watching him to make sure he's all right. Well, you got to kind of go part way through the That's kitchen fine. and then down the hall, but you know okay. that he's right. He he's literally within fifteen feet of you. Okay. Um, Agent Fox, what are you going to do when you enter the bedroom? Mrs. Weaver, no, no, no. Uh, I, no, I am going in there, and I am going to stare at the mirror for a little while. What and then. Also, within like small intervals of staying, I'm going to keep an eye on the room because there has been some emphasis on this mirror and I just want to see if I get some kind of feedback from whatever is going on in this house. Okay. So you step into the... Uh, did you turn the lights on or are you in the dark? Uh, all I'll have is whatever light source I had on me. I'm keeping in the dark for purposes of... Okay. Um... You've walked into there with the idea that it's creepy, and it is creepy. And uh, you've you've moved over to the side of the bed, and you're looking into the mirrors that are the whole wall. These mirrors. I would like you to do a pow roll. Okay. That is an eight. Yeah, eight. Okay. As you're standing there. Um, there suddenly is a noise at your feet. Um, it, it, it almost sounds like a real faint scraping at first. And when you look down, there is a penny and it's on its edge and it's rolling. It's, it's like somebody rolled it across the floor and it's rolling towards the mirror and uh, you see it go into the mirror and then fall, do the whoosh, 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 and yeah. land just inside the mirror. Which, di- which direction would I assume it came from then? Behind me? Somehow behind you, yeah. I'll have a quick glance behind my shoulder. There's nothing there. And then back. Is there, is it still in the mirror? No. It's gone. Now you're not sure that you actually saw it. Okay. I mean, you're I, sure you saw it, but... I walk up to the mirror. I'm not going to touch the mirror because I am unsure what okay. I just saw and I don't want to risk it <laughs> just in case it engulfs me <laughs> like that penny. Um, but I'm just going to... Now I'm going to stare, just stare, because then I could see behind me anyway through the mirror with what little light I have on me. And I'm just going to keep an eye on the mirror. Okay. Um, By this time, Agent Hermes is approaching the the room and coming inside. Now, Tom, when I take pictures, I want to maintain the dark vision, at least one eye, so I'm going to close an eye 
take the picture, the flash only blind one eye, and then I open the other and I still have my dark vision. Okay. All right, so you're stepping into the room. You see Agent Fox standing there in front of the mirror, almost nose to nose with it. Anything? Hey, uh, uh hey Fox, are you giving us your Blair Witch impression there? Uh, so, uh sorry, I'm just I am curious. A okay. penny, a penny went into the window. I, I swear I saw a penny roll into the window, the window, the mirror, and it was in the mirror, and it collapsed, but it's gone. Let me say it was in the mirror. Its reflection was in the mirror, or it passed through the mirror like the it, mirror was a, a doorway. It, almost. it passed through the mirror, which is why I'm not touching the mirror. A mirror darkly, huh? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start snapping some pictures. All right. So you're standing in front of the mirror. You're going to snap a picture. Um, That's the Polaroid, right? Yes, sir. Um, you you snap. How many pictures are you going to snap? Three. Okay. So you do three in fairly close succession. And then you're standing there waiting for them to to develop. Let's jump to the others then. Um, okay. Agent Lake, you're still in the in the uh, dining room. Uh, yeah. Agent Chalky, what are you up to? Uh, I think I'd like to go into one of the other bedrooms. So we were talking about doing things in our lonesome. Um, two, three, or four. Uh, start with two, sure. Okay. Um, step into. This room, this seemed to be something that they were, um, as you recall, that it was kind of like they were fixing it up for a, a nursery. Uh, do an idea roll as you walk inside. Uh, yes, that's a pass. Um, you step inside and you look around and it's not the same as it was earlier. It almost look. it's got what looks like sort of retro wallpaper or maybe 1950s or so wallpaper. Um, it still looks like a child's room. Uh, there's little uh, sailboats on the wall, uh, but there's no torn paper any longer. So it's like someone has re-wallpapered the room? Yeah. But you don't smell any wallpaper. I mean, you don't smell the wallpaper paste or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and as you're standing there for a moment, uh, looking into the room, something passes by your head, right, right near your ear. Uh, you almost can feel uh, the air move when it does, and something flies past your head. Uh, it makes you jump just a little bit. Uh, it sails across the room, and it lands on the floor. It looks like one of those old 1950s balsam wood gliders that children play with, and it flies in, and it hits the ground, and it just lays, it's, that's it, just lays there on the ground but it came from nowhere. 
I'll gingerly step forward and pick it up and go in the direction it came from. Well, it came from apparently right outside the door. But that's the den. <laughs> or the hallway. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think I would just go to <clears throat> I go to the, the direction I thought I came from, so just the hallway. Okay. And if I can't find anything there, I'll move on to another bedroom. Do a power roll. Okay. That's a critical fail. I rolled 100. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> um, you, you take a couple steps out of the room into the, into the hallway, and you're looking down the hallway uh, towards uh, bedroom four at the far end. And someone peeks around the door frame in the dark. You can see them, though. And it looks like a little boy. Um, you can't tell if he's blue, but he's because it's dark. But he peeks at you for a second and then jumps back in the room that he's in. You're S muted. Sorry, Tom. My my uh, my connection just jumped there. Could you repeat that last part? Okay. Uh, you're standing in the hallway looking towards bedroom four. And a little boy pokes his head from around the corner. Uh, it's dark. Uh, but he, he looks up at you for a moment. And then uh, he jumps back into the room where you can't see him. Okay. I will. You can do a sanity roll for that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, sorry in advance, by the way, it's come up on Zoom saying that my connection's unstable. Okay. First time, first time it's ever done that. We're, we're about to stop. Okay. No, that's a big old fail. Okay, so just use one, lose one sanity point. Okay. You guys are all expecting now to see weird stuff, so you're not quite as effective as... Uh, so far, it seems like it's just a haunting of some sort of ghosts. Um, Agent East, what are you doing? You're still standing on the front porch, waiting for his, waiting for screams. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, oh, just the other day of like losing control of like being totally unaware of like what I was doing. Like this, like I hate this place. I desperately want to leave. <laughs> and this photo of this boy but while i'm outside i'm gonna take a walk around the house and kind of like peering through like windows windows and things but okay kind of all, all um well i assume then that you're going to walk uh to your uh left because you'd be going to the garage otherwise yeah um all right, well, you peek in uh, the bedroom too, uh, just as you see uh, Agent Jockey stepping into the hallway and, uh, and moving towards, I guess, a little bit towards bedroom four. Um, and that's what you're doing. Agent Lake, what were you up to? 
Um, I was just standing in the den, sort of keeping an eye on Fox and Hermes and glancing back to anybody else that's in my vision. Okay. Um, um, Ancient Lake, as you are standing there, I would like you to do an awareness. Sure. Uh, that is a failure, uh, 87. Okay. Um, Work it off. You're, you're standing there for a moment and you hear a slight noise coming from the fireplace. Um, sure, uh, I'll, I'll take, take a moment to go investigate. You're not dead sure you heard it, but uh, it sounded like um, a noise. I might take a peek, shine my flashlight, you know, sort of up in it a little bit. Well, when you shine your flashlight into the fireplace itself, um, there's some pieces of wood there, but you notice some soot that comes down, sort of sprinkling down onto the wood from in the fireplace. Oh, um, so you're going to hunker down and shine up? Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll right. take a look. Uh, do a luck roll. All right. Uh, ooh, a 39, so pass. Okay. Do you have any weapons with you? Uh, I have a knife. Okay. Um, all of a sudden, there is a cloud of black. Uh, looks like uh, looks like some sort of smoke monster thing coming out of the uh, the chimney. Uh, there's a great deal of commotion, flapping, and so forth. And you step back and draw your knife uh, as a very dirty and confused pigeon, oh, pigeon. Um, comes flop flopping out of the uh, the fireplace and then begins to flop around the fly around the room, uh, which everybody hears the noise, the commotion, except maybe Agent East who's <laughs> outside. I'll probably just sort of be de be defensive with the knife. I'm not trying to. I just try to keep it away from me, like ah. I think we got an animal in here. Uh, what kind? Will help. Uh, some kind of bird, I think. A bird? Uh, yeah, it came out of the chimney. Oh, poor thing. It's probably trapped in there. Well, get, wait just, for it to calm down. You really, you can't really do much. Is the uh, is the door still open? Because we had like east. Yes, the, yes, uh, the door I'll, is still I'll, open. I'll be like, I don't know, maybe uh, hopefully, let's just let it fly out the open door. Um, we'll say that you managed to grab something, I don't know what, but you, you sort of shush at it, and after a few moments, go, it comes, goes go. flying out, it goes flying out the front door. Um, oh, you kind of chased right. it out the front door. And at that point, you turn uh, back into the room, uh, with the adrenaline kind of mm -hmm. up like this, and uh, you're standing in the foyer, and as you turn, and you look into the mirror on the closet door, uh, there is a little boy standing there looking up at you. Uh, his skin is blue. Uh, he's obviously died of asphyxia. And he puts his hands up on the mirror. And that's where we'll leave it for tonight. Oh, it's oh, so good. Excellent. Spooky. <laughs> Amazing. That was really scary at some points, man. We just started. He's <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Look at kid. Can't use blue. All right, let's see. Uh, 
Our players included John Dos Passos, Howard Freeze, Morgan Llewellyn, Mark Anthony, and Josh Harwood with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can uh, chat with our other members, you can set up a private game, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. Leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all, the uh, with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming. Thank you.